December Saturday morning, and it's time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Welcome back, Michelle. Thank you, Curtis. You having a good December so far? Oh, it's been so fantastic putting the tree up, seeing all the festivities, driving through the neighborhoods and seeing all the wonderful lights and displays and people are smiling and their scarves on and hats and all the events that are around this time of year. And it's time to just really get to see people more and visit more. And I love that. Now, growing up in Southern California and then moving to Canada, your Christmases must be very different. They are. You know, I you know, I was just down uh, for American Thanksgiving, and that's when they all decorate right after Thanksgiving. Um, ahead of me, I really, Richard and I really need to get on that decorating earlier thing, but we always end up decorating about two weeks before Christmas, and then I wish we had decorated earlier. But yeah, the, the weather in California is... Uh, usually not i love snow i love snow so and well you can go to big bear for snow which right. we used to do as a, a kid uh we had a cabin my dad had a cabin there uh and we'd go and and visit the snow it was so fun now you almost have to do that here too you need a cabin to see snow it's true <laughs> <laughs> but down there it must be kind of weird because you're down in california it's christmas time and there's a palm tree yeah That's i know weird exactly <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's like Santa on a surfboard in Hawaii, where you're going. That's true. I'm going to be in Hawaii this year for Christmas, which is going to be uh, new to me. The last time, actually, I went away for Christmas was to Southern California when I was six. Oh, my gosh. So and you remember it. Uh, I remember a lot of it, yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of it's a little fuzzy, too. I was only six. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I hardly <laughs> remember anything up to eight like it's it's a little bit of a blur but no you do remember things and you remember being in california where did did you go to like disneyland yeah we went to disneyland and oh. uh we went uh, and then sat down to san diego to the uh to the zoo and stuff like that and yeah it was that san was, diego zoo mm-hmm. so I, I i i've been the last time i was away was to california so this will be the first time in a long time uh-huh. that I've it's gone away about for time well it's a whole different dynamic when you go away for christmas right i mean you, you don't have to buy the presents and stuff it takes a lot of stress it. You're right. It's like uh, what's that movie with? Um, oh, it's it's the, where they're gonna go away. They're like, oh, the kids in college, and now we're gonna go. Tim Allen, no Tim. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Cummins. I mean, Cranks. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked there. Yes, Christmas with the Cranks. Yes, yeah. So Such a good Christmas movie. Kind of like that, except we're taking the whole family to Hawaii, and you're so. hopefully gonna have less stress. Um, <laughs> my kids will be there. There'll be no less stress. Do you have uh, the honey ham for Christmas? Is that a tradition? Yeah. Yeah, we have the ham usually with the turkey. You have turkey too? We have both. Ah, I like ham and turkey together. That's so good. Yeah, we like to make sure that we have, uh, (laughs) we like to have both. Yeah, it's good. Have a lot. You have a lot of kids. You've got a lot of family members. Okay, are you going to have a Chinese dinner? You know, because that's a little bit fun, too. What, from a Christmas story? Well, if you're already going to go to Hawaii, which is very different. Yeah, exactly. Why not have a Chinese dinner? For- well, you know, I'd be all for that. Why not? I mean, it's part of the movie, right? I can take the leg lamp with me that you gave me last year for Christmas. See? See? I knew it would come in handy eventually. It might just do that. You know, I might have to bring it all the way to Hawaii. <laughs> well, we are talking about Christmas and, and December and all that. Now, how does the real estate industry change this time of year? Because it must be a little quieter in December than it is, say, in July. It so is. I mean, already sales have been down um, last year in our area, but December, it always uh, goes even slower. Uh, but you know, I was just doing an open house last Sunday and I had 12 groups through 
12 groups through in the middle of December. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, the two of the buyers that came through, two of the groups were like, they really wanted to put an offer on it and, and, and buy it. It was perfect for them. After looking at open houses and online for a while, both groups wanted to. Two, that's really good numbers in the middle of December. And they didn't have their houses listed yet, even though they had to sell. Um, and they, you know, so I actually did a live, a live Facebook live on it because I was just so amazed at how many, how many buyers and sellers you're both, you have to sell something in order to buy. And if you're in that situation, you know, usually your, you know, your reaction, you're going to go look online and look at open houses. That's natural. Um, also natural to really want to know what you can buy before you list and before you sell. But there's a real nervousness out there about selling before you find something you're going to buy. And a lot of times in the winter, you think there's not a lot of options, so you're waiting around. But you know what? The right There's less uh, product on the market in December and January. So if you're one of the sellers that actually have your house marketed and listed in this time of the year, you're going to stand out because the supply is so low. So the buyers that are out there in the winter, I find usually are pretty, I don't want to say desperate, but they're motivated. That's the correct word because they're out there looking in the cold and there's no flowers blooming, no leaves on the trees. So curb appeal isn't at its finest. It's not at its finest, but the buyers, they're out there for a reason because they have to buy usually. They're they're motivated. And because your place is going to stand out, I would say, you know, if the right, what's the right time for you to list? It's when you're ready to do it. But there's a lot to say about having your house listed before you buy. And that all starts with leaving the worries and the cares of that uncertainty out the door. Because if you have a realtor, they're going to help you make sure everything goes smoothly. But you have to have your place listed so you know what you can get for it while you're searching for a place so that you're confident and comfortable looking uh, it, it's a whole it's a whole maybe we'll talk about it in the second segment well it sounds um, like a chicken and the, the egg thing here yeah uh, yeah 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 we did that before we did yeah we talked about there's the do's this. and the don'ts and if if now's the right time if you're starting to look you got to list first you you're doing it backwards if you're waiting to find that perfect place before you list because by the time that happens it's too late so what is the uh, the fear in people that they don't want to they don't want to get put in that situation where they have to buy something right now or settle for something because they've sold their place and they got to yeah. get out amazing question because that's the biggest question is the biggest concern for buyers and sellers because they have to sell uh, is that they're going to f- sell before they find a place. But you don't have to sell if you don't want to, if you're not ready, if the terms and conditions don't work for you. Uh, so you always have control if you have if you list your place first. And I will definitely explain everything because it's pretty simple. Uh, you Once you find a realtor, and of course, I, I help sell and buy. You do. In the Fraser Valley. I, I know a great realtor, actually. Her <laughs> name is Michelle Cummins. It's, it's our realtor. And uh, so what I say is you're looking to buy. Okay, let's first get your place ready to go, ready to list. Because number one, you need to know how much you can make. You need to know the day, average days on market that it may take to sell. And to be the strongest buyer, you need to be the strongest seller. You want to make the most money from the sale of your property. So you have control over that. And you want to buy with the at the lowest price, but the best uh, terms and conditions for you as a buyer for the perfect place. The only way you can do that is if you do 
the number one thing, which is prepare your place to list first. So what's the value? Do you need to do anything to prepare for it? I, of course, do staging. That's part of my services. I want to make sure the media, the video, the drone video, the cinematographer walkthrough, the remarks are very important. That needs to be proofed by you so you're happy with them. And they really share the story of the home. So get all the media, marketing, the floor plan, everything together now, when you're ready to go live, day one, you go live with the listing. Now you can breathe deep and easy, and now you're ready to go as a buyer. And don't worry about the sell of your property because that your realtor will do that. Okay, now next, an offer comes in, and it's an amazing offer. And you're like, shoot, we haven't found our place yet. We haven't found a place to buy. That's perfect for us. Well, don't worry. You put subject to acquiring a property. And you do four to six weeks. I usually do that. Uh, And that's where you have control. Now you know how much your place sold for. And you're going to have motivated buyers because you did it the right way. You did it where you're not stressed at all about the sale because you haven't found a place yet. If you find a place first, now you're stressed about your sale. You're stressed about buying. You don't know how much you're selling for. But here you have to put an offer on a place that you just can't live without. Uh, That just adds more stress in your life than you need and you usually end up selling for less and buying for more that way so that's why you want to you want to list first and so when you do that uh, you have control let's say you still haven't found a place you know six weeks later and the subject is up you just go back to your buyers and say hey we'd still be interested in buying with you but we still need to find a place we haven't found a place yet most likely that buyer will wait another four weeks or so because if they're the right buyer for you they're the most motivated buyer, which means they're going to wait another few weeks. So that's uh, I'll go into the, the second step in our second segment. You know, it's amazing that your timing is so good that you realize that we have to break for a commercial. Well, you know, after about a year and almost a half of this, I kind of I think it's the timing is in my blood now. You've got it figured out. <laughs> I like that. OK, well, we should remind people that you are, of course, a licensed realtor and you can help them buy and sell properties. So if they want more information on uh, on anything when it comes to real estate, what should they do? michellecummins.ca or my cell phone direct 778-885-4659. All right, we'll be back with more right after this. And we're back on the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Now, we gave a little teaser. We call that a tease in radio uh, that you were going to give people step number two here as we move along in the process of selling a house this time of year. Exactly. And if you just tuned in, then I'll give you a little recap. Okay, so... A recap? uh (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's new. Always new things. Keep things fresh. You always like every to throw day. a curveball at me. Okay, so let's have the recap <laughs> of what so we're fun. talking about. I like that. It's a good it's idea. So fun. Uh, do, do you have to sell your current property before you purchase your next one? Are you out looking at open houses and looking online at different properties for sale to see if you can find the perfect place before you list your place? You're doing it all wrong and backwards. So I'm here to help. And so the first segment, we talked about the number one thing you do. You list your property first. And I know you're thinking, but what if we get an offer and we sell it and we haven't found the place we want to buy? But leave your worries behind. Don't be scared of that because if you have a good offer, you put in there, as I mentioned, subject to acquiring a property first. It's way easier and better for you as a seller to do that than the way you're doing it now. So... Stop your searching right now. If you're looking, if you're wanting to sell, if you're wanting to make a transaction, if you're wanting to move on and, you know, have your dreams come true, then do step number one first. 
prepare to list your property. So part of my services include professional staging, professional photos, professional walkthrough video, professional drone video, professional media with remarks that you prove, very important, and a price that you agree to, a floor plan, everything. So you got to have all your marketing materials ready. You got to know what price range you most likely will sell for. So where you should list at. And by having all that prepared, you will be able to breathe easier and you will be able to move on to step number two. So automatically just just do that. Have me in. If you don't have a realtor, have your realtor in. Get that evaluation. Get that going and get it listed. Can we back you up a bit there? Yes. Have you in. Oh, thank you. Yes, have me in. <laughs> because <laughs> Why do you want to help other realtors when you're like the top of the class here? Like, what, what are you doing? Well, that's right. Well, I also, I mean, who else Your has, humility you is know. getting in the way. That's the problem. No, None of this humbleness stuff. Just that you want to contact Michelle. There we go. I got that out. Thank you. And I will make sure I take care of you. Uh, and so it's of the utmost importance to have all the exposure, and I do do that, uh, to, with TV commercials and full featured, full page real estate weekly ads and featured ads and blogs with SEO, radio show, <laughs> exactly, open houses. All this is so important and much, much more um, boosted paid f- ads on social media and everything. So, so now your house is listed. Now, guess what the step number two is? What is step number two? You get to go shopping. We all love shopping Mm -hmm. in the winter for Christmas and for a new home. Why not have a new home for Christmas, right? (laughs) So now that you're confident and relaxed because your place is already on the market, now you're really ready to go looking seriously with not as much stress. Because again, it's the third highest stress in our lives as human beings is selling and buying real estate. So this is a way of relieving a lot of that. And where does working with Michelle Cummins come in again on that list? Number one. <laughs> yeah, because you're so <laughs> difficult to work with. Well, maybe your husband would say otherwise, but. <laughs> oh, no, I'll make it easy. Easy for you. Absolutely. I take I take all that on for you. Um, so, yeah, so now you can go shopping. So you're a strong buyer, too, because you've already put your house on the market. Literally, I was mentioning the open house I just had last weekend, and I had two groups through that would have wrote, would have bought it, but they don't even have their house listed. So now they've got this worry and stress, and they've got in their minds two weeks of all the stuff they have to do, and what if they have to do some repairs first or painting or clearing? You know, uh, you, you all that still has to be done. Well, they want it. They want it so bad. But if they write an offer subject to them selling when they don't even have it listed yet, we're not going to take any offer that's not like full price, it better be good. Full price or over or no seller's going to take it, right? So that's that's the market we're in. So you need to be prepared when you find that dream home. You don't want to miss it. You know, seriously, you, you, when that place comes up, you just don't want to miss it. But most people worry that they won't find it. So that's where this comes in because... Like before, uh, segment number one, we mentioned, you know, you haven't bought, found a place yet. So you keep, you ask for an extension, ask for an extension. This year, I think I had at least three uh, properties of mine listings do that, where we asked for an extension a couple times, a couple of them. And it was fine. The buyers always stayed and they ended up finding the perfect place. I negotiated the best, lowest offer for their place of their dreams while they got the highest dollar for their home and hardly any stress at all. I mean, obviously it's stressful anyways, but it you know, it really relieved them and they made more money and they saved more money. So this is really really the way to do it. Uh, I can't I can't say that enough is to help you 
make the most for your property and to find the place of your dreams. And don't worry, you know what? If you found, and, and let's say this other scenario, you've listed your place, you've done all that correctly. You're looking for a place. Oh my gosh, you just found it. Let's say the day you listed or 30 days later. Either way can work in your benefit because now when you go in and put an offer, you'll still want to do it subject to selling your property. But now your agent, I can tell the listing agent they already have their place listed. We've got the open house planned. That realtor, trust me, the listing agent's going to look at the property online. They're going to look to see how well it's marketed, how well it's exposed, what the photos look like. They're going to look at the price that it's listed at. They're going to look at it. And if it's done right, they're going to advise their seller, hey, they're a hot buyer. They're serious. They're motivated. They're already listed. So you're going to get a better price on it than you would if you weren't even listed on the market. Because then the sellers and their agent don't even know what you have. They don't know what kind of shape it's in. They don't know what kind of price you're gonna price it at. So this really, really bodes well for you. But let's say it's average days on market for your properties, let's just say 30 days. You find a place 40 days later, you love. You still haven't sold your place. Well, it's not going to look too good to the listing agent of the place you put an offer in on if you haven't sold in 40 days when it really should take 30 days to sell. Well, if you've had the right exposure, the marketing materials are right, your realtor has done an amazing job for you, uh, and it still hasn't sold, it's, it's going to be price. So now you can put an offer in based on what now you know you're going to have to adjust or you should adjust your price at this time. But your negotiating power as a buyer at that time is I can tell the listing agent and the seller, if you accept our offer, we're going to adjust our price by 10000 20000 30000 whatever it is. And we're going to advertise another open house. We're going to call everyone who's ever viewed it, people who have almost wanted to write an offer on it. We're going to get them all excited about it. We're going to tell them we're doing a price adjustment in three days give them an opportunity to come to the table with an offer, you're still in control so much because now they're going to go, wow, these guys are motivated. Let's take their offer. They're going to adjust the price tomorrow because of this. And it's way better than not having a buyer at all. So that is what I would suggest. All right. So now I imagine with any, like anything, I imagine the internet must be a blessing and a curse because I'm sure there's a lot of misinformation out there. There is. So mm-hmm. people can start searching going, well, what should I do in this scenario? And then somebody's telling them the complete opposite of the wrong because it's worked once for them. Um, so if people really want to get a better idea how things work or how they should work in the order of things, uh, what's the, the best way to do that? Well, I would love to have a conversation with you to clarify everything and answer all all your questions. I've been doing this for 15 years and I do on average around 100 transactions a year. And this is literally the best way to do it. I have a lot of really good ideas and I'd like to share and explain the knowledge behind it all so that you can make the wisdom, the choice uh, to guide you and make a better transaction for you so you can have fun, laugh, be joyful and be happy with your real estate transaction. 15 years in real estate. Yes. So were you the first and only ever child prodigy in the real estate industry? (laughs) (laughs) 
protege. Protege. <laughs> I just had to throw that out. You got to keep, you know, you got to keep the co-host happy, right? If you're going to have to co-host with me and you're stuck with me, I got if I'm picking on you woman, I got to be nice another minute. <laughs> I know Christmas is coming up too. That's right. And last year you didn't get a bag of coal. Oh, uh, no, but you know, it's it's funny cuz I've been on the naughty list since 1979, so that's a lot of coal. I'm hoping to get off that list for one of these days. Uh, okay, so if people are in, you know, if they're thinking of selling, if they're thinking of buying, uh, is there a, you know, so they make an appointment with you to sit down and have a coffee? Like, what, what do you like to do to get, so to get to know people and oh, figure out what yeah. they want? Oh, yeah, have a um, London Fog or a coffee together. Uh, that would be great. You, they can call me, 778-885-4659. It's my cell phone, you know. It comes directly to me. Uh, but yes, I would love to sit down and chat. Obviously, no obligation. But I just want to really share uh, my knowledge to those who need it. And any questions anybody has would, l- would love to help out. Face-to-face, conversational style, so you get all your questions answered. And again, if people want more information, obviously they can find everything they need to know about you on your website. Yes, michellecummins.ca. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this one. Uh, we'll get to our new ho- new open houses and new listings. Hey, Curtis, next. but what, before what, what, we go, what, 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 what? what's your favorite thing you love doing in the wintertime? Favorite thing I love doing in the wintertime? Uh, um, wow, that's a tough question. My favorite thing to do in the wintertime, I would say, is... Um, Does it start with an H? Yeah, I would say hockey, but that's also, uh, you know, <laughs> goes through fall and into spring too. But uh, yeah, watching my kid play hockey be up there. Uh, what about awesome. you, uh, Southern California girl? What do you like to do? Uh, what's your favorite thing to do in the winter? Playing in the snow. <laughs> that would make sense. Skiing, ice skating even, anything to do with cold and snow. There we go. All right. Well, we'll uh, get to the new, the new listings and the open houses, and we'll do this again next week. Excellent. Talk to you next week.